Don't go anywhere, bitch. And you keep doing you. All right, Sweeney, I'm going to see you later. Stay black. (laughs) (laughs) That's not so bad. Here we have it, folks. Keep it. (laughs) Keep it basement podcast. Time to make my move. Sweet taste of victory like Oprah's Manny. Damn, son, where'd you find this? All right, guys, Keep It Basement Podcast. We are back in action. Tom Zappia, at Tom Zappia, all social media. Mike Sweeney, of course, at the Sweens on all social media. It's been a while, guys. We are now recording Keep It Basement Podcast. We are in Gotham Studios in New York City. Mike is streaming in, obviously, because he's dealing with rashes like a seven-year-old and had recently had the classic Omicron. Mike, how's that going off of good? Not bad, not good. Actually, the rash got worse again. I don't know what's going on. Good I can't go on dates. My dating life is shot. Yeah, not I that mean, it was ever established. That's but. what I was going to say. Um, but yes, guys, I know we haven't uh, we haven't put out full audio in quite a while. But obviously, we've been doing stuff on uh, on the TikTok and the YouTube. So obviously, Keep It Basement Clips channel will be having a lot more coming in hot. So subscribe to that Keep It Basement Clips. Obviously, you have the Keep It Basement regular channel. And follow us Instagram, TikTok especially, which Mike is now in full control of. I hate TikTok. I deleted the app. I don't look at it. So, Mike, make sure you uh, can obviously filter with that. Um, we are back. And uh, honestly, it's been it's been weird. It's been crazy. Like, New York's kind of wild right now with COVID and everything. I honestly couldn't care less. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, you know, we have I have some stuff I want to touch on. Mike, I know you have some topics to bring to the table in regards to whatever's been happening on, you know, whoever, hip hop or whatever else. I want to say R.I.P. Betty White, R.I.P. John Madden, although I thought he died 12 years ago. Um, but I don't know. It, it's been it's been crazy. The holidays kind of just flew by. I don't even remember really what happened. It's kind of a blur. Tried to see my family as little as possible. Um, it was a COVID Christmas. Yeah, as if last year's wasn't. We were hoping this one was going to be amazing and make up for two Christmases, but obviously didn't. Um, what do you want to dive into first, Mike? Because I have like I just a- got some announcements and shout outs I want to give. I yeah, go ahead. Say shout out to Lucia's Pizzeria, tied for the highest rated score in Barstool history, my hometown. Dave Portnoy says one of the best pizzas he's ever had in his life in the all time convo. And now all the regulars like me are getting screwed with the lines, but still shout out to Christian. <laughs> uh, it's good for him and it's good business. And uh, I just want to say shout out Exotica, um, shout out Liquid Death, and shout out Fleshlight. Hell yeah, guys! Fleshlight, shout out to you. Uh, Liquid Death. Yeah, Delucia's obviously you guys are going to be sold out for months now and uh, Portnoy and the hookup with their uh, Keep a Basement's origin, Raritan, New Jersey. Delucia's about Jeez, now I'm gonna get 200 down. yards from the OG uh, and Fleshlight, of course. This is unused, guys. Relax. Yeah, um, and uh, another shout out. Shout out to the interviews and the content. Shout out Punch, Jules Jordan, Violet Myers, Ray of Sunshine, Keisha Gray, Harley Dean, Joanna Angel. Shout out to the girl who wanted to get her so- toe sucked. Um... And yeah, shout out to the sweet lady in VIP who uh, who gave me the VIP pass, who looked me up on Google before I came. That was cool. And she gave you an extra VIP press pass. Shout out to Hell Rail. And the Bird Daddy comment was really great that you made. But uh, yeah. Yeah, guys, check all that out on the YouTube. Uh, Mike, obviously, we haven't even put everything out yet. And also, we will be launching – well, we, not we will be. We have launched a Patreon. So, guys, please subscribe. We're going to be doing podcasts there as well, either uh, exclusive access there or we're going to release early. You know, me and Mike obviously don't live near each other anymore. So, uh, he's going to be streaming in, hopefully not that often. He'll be here in person in this seat more often than I hope, uh, along with you know our other guests and people who come in, sit in third mic. Um, but yeah, if you go to patreon.com slash keep a basement, there's already some clips out there because we didn't even do Exotica 2021 all to YouTube yet. There's some stuff on there that's popped off, but you know we got a lot more to put out. 
shout out to uh, Visuals by Chris Matthews. Give him a follow. Hit him up if you ever need some good editing work. He's a fucking G. Uh, and now he's killing it for uh, professional Buffalo Bills and Buffalo Sabres um, on, on the video editing team. But um, but yeah, guys, I know it's been I know it's been weird this last few months, like this last month or two. I guess COVID's kind of made like a scare back. I could not care less. I've been going everywhere maskless unless they tell me to. I literally don't care at all. Um, not to make this uh, anything weird, but uh, I don't really want to talk about it that much. But just let you guys know, we're back full. Everything's going to be coming out. We obviously have been slow in terms of audio or full video, any kind of content like that. But we're always trying to put out clips on the Instagram, on the YouTube. I would please subscribe to us there and follow us there for the most consistent stuff. Um, and yeah, so Mike, I don't know what you want to dive into first, obviously. Uh, and also shout out to uh, you know some of our some of our past guests that we had. Obviously, during COVID, we did a lot of the stuff down the Jersey Shore last summer. We were doing a lot of on the street stuff. You could find some of that stuff on Instagram more so than actual interviews. But Mike was more so doing some interviews last, uh, you know, the past I'd say eight or nine months. You know, um, Giannis and uh, did uh, Mickey Gall again, and uh, shout out to Mickey Gall. Um, so just know we'll, ha- we'll be having stuff here and there guys. And I'll be in Gotham podcast studios, which is dope by the way. Shout out to That's them. The Thanks for having us. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so you guys know us, obviously know where we're at. Follow rate, subscribe. We appreciate any and all support at all. Literally anything. Um, but I just want to touch on two things with the exotica. One, yeah. you remember the guy who had the chain on and you, no one knew who he was and he had security with him. And I thought it was weird. It was like a, it was like a finesse in a way because no one could spot this guy in real life to say, hey, this is a celebrity. This is Pete Davidson. Like no one knew who this guy was right. from the, like a lot of people didn't know it was, it seemed like, right? Pete Davidson's a bad with, example. He was with security yeah. and a gold chain. And I had to take a picture of his gold chain and look it up to see who it was. And I couldn't find who it was. I just thought it was really weird. Well, you and never found out who it was? He sees this, if he is famous, but. Oh, you still never, never found, found out? out I thought you and I thought you, I thought you and Chris were talking about the guy that you did know who he was that a regular person wouldn't have known. I guess some rapper. Hel- My luck, he's a famous gang member. Who was the guy? Uh, there was a guy there though. I'm, um, oh, hell, shout out Hellrell. Hellrell and Punch, obviously yeah. was there. We have uh, an interview also, with Punch. That that check that out. Keep it basement. Patreon.com slash keep it basement. That's not even out yet. The full interview yet. There's some clips on the YouTube, but nothing full yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. But yeah, I, I mean, you're not gonna. I, no offense, Exotica's demo is not gonna know who a Hellrell or a Punch is. I mean, you know, they're going to know who maybe like uh, somebody who played a superhero in a movie is, but well, not to sound racist and canceled, but a lot of like, a black, start. Uh, porn stars might know who they are, like in the hip hop urban community in a way. Yeah, uh, not girls. me. Yeah. Chris, more so. And then you pushing yourself into that community. Also, talk about the bird daddy comment. Pretty funny. And then we'll go on to something else. You've been saying that nonstop. I, I still don't even know what that means. Remember when you were like, yeah, Lil Wayne isn't his dad. Or you were like somebody like Cameron or Dipset or whatever and said it. What you meant to say was like Lil Wayne and Baby, they call each other like that. Like they call each other like father and son. And you were like, isn't his dad named Bird Daddy? It was like Birdman. Birdman, though. Birdman's a real rapper, though, isn't he? Yeah, but you said Bird Daddy. It was funny. I thought that was Lil Wayne's father, but he's just like, obviously, Lil Wayne's father left him. I mean, Um, but that is a um, he's he's like the guy who kind of brought him, you know, founded him or whatever. Right. Yeah. I don't know shit about hip hop. Liquid Death. I've never seen a brand. I've never seen a brand so simple as Mountain Water take the entertainment media frenzy by storm. Crazy, right? Like I've never seen a, a brand blow up this much. And I work with the biggest brands in podcasting, and I've never seen anything take off like Liquid Death. And yeah, it's it's great, but it's freaking Chad, water, Death, guys. I mean, relax. It's goddamn water. It's not like it's you know the second coming of chill, chill, chill. I mean, it's like you guys it's treat it like it's stuff on Earth. You guys it's treat it like Michael it's holy Jordan water. Space Jam. Yeah, Liquid Death. Give us that sponsor, guys. Come on. 
Um, Shout out Liquid Death. Thanks for the free drinks. Hell yeah. Yoo-hoo. Um, but I'm just psyched to be back, guys. I, I, I've been locked in my apartment, you know, at home, and I, I just don't do – we haven't done anything in person in a while. None of us live near each other anymore, and I'm just psyched to be in a sick studio doing content. Um, so what do you want to get into first? We, we gave our RIPs, our plugs. Guys, please go please go subscribe to us on Patreon, YouTube, and Instagram uh, for content. I'm going to be pushing shit out nonstop this year. Uh, everyone says it because it's New Year, goals, bullshit, all that. We're going to bring a lot of these stuff to you this year. I'm always trying to bring stuff to you, so I don't care that it's the New Year. I'm getting old, and I'm suicidal, so let's fucking do this shit. Um, Same with the rash on that. You sent me, you DM me something on Instagram uh, and said podcast, commented podcast topic. I forget what it was. Um, I have a ton of stuff. I, I don't know what direction you want to go. Well, um, we only have one hour and we already started late. So let's just dive in, guys. Um, all right. Well, I'm just, it's just weird the whole dating scene now. I don't know half these girls that these rappers and celebrities are dating. Like, for example, this girl, Julia Fox, I believe her name is. Not yeah, sure she, she's an OnlyFans girl or Spotify podcaster, whatever she is now. She, she's an she's dating Kanye for like one week. She's an actress, though. She's like a famous actress. Oh, is she? I don't even know who that is. Yeah, she, she got big in that Adam Sandler movie, uh, Uncut Gem. She was like the hot chick that he hooks up with. Oh, is, was she? Okay. Yeah, she's well, like anyway, a... She's dating Kanye, I think. And she's writing like a memoir on Kanye. Like, it's just super weird. Like, everything isn't love. It's no organic love. It's all clout-based. It's all like weird shit. I didn't and, even like, get that. Because I thought he was... a celebrity, you can get any girl you want. Like, I was telling my friends this. It was a funny joke. I didn't even tell you about this. I don't know if you'd be offended. But I was like, I've never been offended in my life. Tom Zappia was Pete Davidson. He get a ton of pussy. He hey. doesn't get any pussy now because he's not a famous comedian. It's not even about looks or status. I'm and thankful my, friend, my father's still alive, though. And then my friend Zangrillo goes, "Well, I don't think he'd get pussy if he was if he had Pete Davidson money and fame." Zangrillo, but I think he would. Yeah, relax. I don't want to. I don't want to out Zangrillo here. But but uh, anyway, so I was looking at like this online site, and they got like all these views on Instagram about this Julia Fox Kanye relationship. And Julia Fox wrote like a three-page essay on Kanye's dates and what they did. And like, tell me this isn't clout-based. Like back in the day, you would never want a side chick or any girl you're just dating to like out you like this. And he probably likes the press. It's just a weird time to be alive. Yeah, I first off, I was confused because I thought he was dating some some woman after him and Kim broke up. I thought he was dating like uh he was dating he was somebody, some model, some model or something. So, so I didn't know he was single. But obviously, when you're famous, you're like you're, you're never like single, single. But I, yeah, I mean, she got big for uncut gems. That's the only thing I know her from. I don't even know if she's done anything else. And she's hot. So obviously, it's Kanye West. He get whoever he wants. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that means. She's writing essays about him or whatever. I would never read them because I can't. I don't like to read anything. But she just um, talked about the date and like it, like just like kind of gave like the telltale how they met and that. Yeah, who's he reading? Brought that? To, he brought her to a hotel. And he had all the clothes for her. And then, like, they went to dinner and they had a photo shoot. And he, like, rehearsed it. And, like, it just seems like some rich shit's weird. All I'm saying is, like, Kanye is a little weird. And imagine little. Like, someone who wasn't. Well, imagine someone with all the mental health problems Kanye has. And they were just a normal, average guy. No girl would want them. But it's Kanye West because he's a genius. He's famous. He has clout, status. Every girl will bang him. I don't know. I could go reverse on that and say guys will take any psychopath girl if she's a dimey. But he's also obviously just a – it's Kanye freaking West. He's, he's quite possibly top ten most famous person in the world. Yeah, he's a mental patient, but who the hell isn't? And he hasn't made a good album in nine years. So, I mean, who gives a shit? He's still yeah, like true. the greatest you know, top ten rapper, potentially, producer, whatever you want to get into the argument. I, you, you know me. I'm retarded. You bring all the hip-hop topics to the table. I didn't even know Kanye and Drake were friends. Now, wasn't it August they hated each other? Like, what happened? Now, yeah. now they love each other? They're cool now. Listen, so it was fake the whole time because they dropped albums at the same time, so they just made a fake beef. Bro, everything's publicity. Everything. No shit. 
I saw Antonio Brown's story. You know what happened to him recently? Yeah, he went on he, the Nelt Boys and you got a someone posted someone who's like an ex NFL player as a podcast and they put like good publicity, bad publicity is good publicity. Like every it doesn't matter. Like if you have bad publicity, you're in the limelight. You're making money and you're selling stuff. Yeah, and he reposted that. Like it's clearly that's what it is. And like he now he has a song, an album. He's on the Full Send podcast, Nelk Boys. He just banged some OnlyFans girl in his room last uh, during the week of the when he was playing the Jets. And that's Ava Louise. She licks toilets. She's an OnlyFans girl, and Ugh. she's outing and writing a whole thing about Antonio Brown Who too. Is, another one, Ava Louise. Who the hell is yeah, choosing Louise for up. their porn name? For their OnlyFans. It's Ava name. Louise. She's it's an OnlyFans girl, and now she's using the clout on Antonio Brown situation to get more money that way. Yeah, he, he was said it. In I, his hotel room. Yeah, I watched. And then, uh, and yeah, but but he would he literally talked against that. He, I watched the first half of the Nelk Boys interview where he says he. I didn't watch any of it. He says he um. Or you know, he he kept saying nonstop. My numbers speak for themselves. My numbers speak for themselves. So why are people giving me problems, giving me issues? And Kyle, the Nelk boy, uh, goes, uh, "There must be some sort of alternative." He kept saying there must be some sort of alternative mo- uh, motive or you know, ulterior motive. And every he he said that like five times. Every time he said it, Antonio Brown was like. Thank you. You're a smart guy. You're a smart guy. So he's obviously trying to project that people hate yeah, him for yeah, some yeah. reason or trying to exploit him because he's a psychopath and he's probably suffering from CTE. But no, he's lying. He's just trying to get clout too. Like sorry to cut you off, but he's trying to get into hip hop. And the weird thing is that the only yeah, but that's the girl, thing. So he's so he's fake going against it and saying so. Who cares if somebody's trying to uh, out him or have an ulterior motive against him? He's trying to do the same thing. Hey, it's kind of bullshit because you see rappers messing with him and, and stuff. It does, and it none of it matters. Care. He's just a personality. Like, he's great at football. He could literally murder a person. If he gets off, somebody will give him a job. Like, the whole thing he pulled against the Jets the other day where he ran off with his jersey because uh, Coach said his, – his, his rendition of the story is the coach told him to leave because he said he can't go back in the game. He has a bad ankle. And Coach said, uh, didn't leave or whatever. Who knows if that's true? And then they cut him. You can make a whole podcast on this story. And then the the weirdest part is the hotel situation, sneaking in a girl behind Tom Brady's back. Uh, Antonio Brown. I don't get those. I guess that's a NFL. Is that an NFL team rule? I don't get that. Why can't you have a girl in a hotel room? But but anyway, he brought in a girl and she said that he wanted her. He was mumbling and wasn't making sense and wanted her to do a porn with him on her OnlyFans. And she didn't want to do it. But she still had sex with him, and then she got positive with COVID after. So she's saying, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, watch out. COVID's around your area. And she's, like, posting on Instagram and getting more followers and engagement going viral. It's all, like, yeah. a sickness to go viral, though. Yeah. Like everything, like, no one will care about anything unless it's viral and, like, weird. Yes. So everyone's looking into Antonio Brown now, and he's posting, promoting stuff. And now she's promoting stuff because she wrote a story about Antonio Brown the night that she was with him. Every girl just like will out you. It's weird, and every guy will go along with it. Plus, you but you also have to do that consistently and often. Otherwise, it'll just be a blimp, and somebody will forget about you again. It's like when somebody gets canceled, you go yeah. nuts about it for like three or four months, and then you know the person goes silent or, or kind of goes hidden for for however long, and then it kind of like goes away. Like nobody really cares that much anymore. And for the most part, unless you legitimately got convicted of something, you kind of can make a comeback. Like Louis doing fine, Chris Dilley is doing fine, Shane Gillis is doing fine. Those are just examples of, of cancellations. Um, so it's the same thing with this. It's like if this yeah. girl, whoever fucked Antonio Brown in her hotel room the other night, unless she keeps doing this with Antonio Brown or other famous people, that's how she's going to get her following, she whatever has it is. Doing that. She, but who, what yeah. she got famous for was she was licking toilet seats and trying to get COVID. And it was like a fetish, like licking her toilet seats on OnlyFans. Yeah, well, I also saw the girl. This is a different girl. I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm so like old. The and, farting and, girl. I know. Yeah. It's all over the place. She, well, she I had know. a heart attack, apparently. Or no, Yeah, she had like a scare or whatever. So she stopped selling her farts because it was giving her bad gas. I've never but, heard a 28-year-old girl having a heart attack scare in my life unless she was, and she's not even fat. 
it was something I think with like the or farting obese. and the gas. But uh, I just also I know he'll get angry. But Matthews, he's like one of these guys that loves this stuff. So he loves the fact of like this Antonio Brown thing. And like, I think he understands that it's all bullshit. And like Antonio Brown's just trying to promote everything. But people will still listen and watch it because it's so entertaining. And another yeah, it's thing, just, it's whatever's on big channels or whatever's viral. Like yeah. your everyday person's but, gonna watch. Every, that's the one thing. Is. If you remember, he remember he edited the Antonio Brown Tiana Trump thing when Tiana Trump had yeah, it was phenomenal edits. It's on our YouTube head. too. It's a great video. Well, the, I believe this OnlyFans girl because now he's with another OnlyFans model and he banged her in in New York City, uh, New Jersey when the Jets. Yeah, but that's not even that's not even like who can't that's not even sh- who cares like he's a famous well, NFL a, player. It's during a you were on the lockdown because of COVID, so you can't bring anyone in uh, from the hotel and stuff and have any randoms. And she went back. She went past like NFL and Tampa Bay Buccaneers security. Okay, yeah. So it's a story for that. Re- but I'm just saying, like every famous like, every famous athlete like, or guy is banging a porn star or an OnlyFans person. Doesn't matter and who, he's like, but yeah, I guess because yeah, it was against NFL COVID and guidelines. Like, and he told her, "Watch what I do tomorrow." So like, it was like kind of. She seems like it was like planned, but who who knows? It's all bullshit. And she could be just completely lying through her teeth to yeah, get to the clout. get in the clout world too. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Like, I'm not, I'm not, and uh, you know, I'm not inept to understanding that that's what the world is today. I just, I just, I'm so uninterested, and it's crazy. Like, I don't watch the NFL. I just obviously it was a huge viral story that you don't have to watch the NFL to know it happened because it's going to be on every single yeah. Instagram viral Instagram video and TikTok and whatever else. So you're gonna run into it. Um, you know, I, I said the same thing to my friend. It's like that dude. It's like that dude Bob Menry. He he does the Nelk Boys podcast. He he hosted yeah. with them. He got famous for doing a funny announcer voice on videos. Yep. Um, yeah. no one knows him for any, for anything else, except for maybe being yeah. the Buffalo wild, uh, wing spokesperson. So my roommates watching the, the Nelk boys podcast the other day, he doesn't even like the Nelk boys. He just was just watching it cause it was Antonio Brown. And I was like, yeah, that dude, Bob Menry, he got like, you've definitely seen his stuff. He's like, I have no idea who that is. I've never seen him. I'm like, I'm like, no, not intentionally, but you've, his videos about, about him doing funny announcing have gone viral. So just. You know, unintentionally, you've definitely come across on Instagram because he's we're in a group. You know, he'll send all the barstool, all the yeah. funny, the yeah. you know, all those funny videos. Everyone's in a group chat where you just send funny, uh, you yeah. know, TikToks and stuff. That, so I'm like, inevitably, you've ran across him. So I play him a video, and you hear his funny voice, like "There goes" or whatever, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I know this guy." I'm like, "Yeah, exactly." But so, that's how, that's how most people are are doing shit now. To give you a good example with that, you're absolutely right, and it's like the Vlad Academics 22 approach because they're talking about something that's greater than them, like hip hop. So they'll get an audience on hip hop. And then transfer it over and make a seven-figure deal for Spotify because they already have the audience. And they'll do episode one of Spotify podcast and get a million-dollar offer because they bring that audience of hip-hop with them. Because if they were just to talk about themselves at first, which people do in stand-up comedy, it's way harder to make it, as many people have said that. Um, but not to like get off topic, but if I yeah, you're 100% right. And it's like they don't even care a lot of times. Like People have these meme pages that are like huge, and then they'll huge. try – the people won't be interested interested in the personal like personal Instagram or their own podcast, right. and you'll see the meme page at like three million followers, and the podcast like three thousand followers, and yeah. no one's listening. So it's like you have to do so much to get into the clout limelight, and then stick with certain things. Yeah, you yeah. have to be. I was just talking about, or I was just thinking about this. I don't know when you have to, unless you're a genuine fan of someone and you follow anything you do just because you either you connect with them, you think they're funny, <laughs> whatever else, like. I'm, like I'm saying, a solo person, not a not a media company or, or or a page. Like one solo person, unless you're like really huge fans of them, like people who have big podcasts or musicians, whatever else. Unless you're that, unless you're that connected with them, most people just care for whatever's whatever's trending, whatever's funny, whatever's popping off. My my roommate or and my friend show me TikToks all the time, 
or my sister, she shows me TikToks all the time. Some of them are hilarious and some of them aren't. But if it's a huge viral trending TikTok, you're going to just look at it and, and like be a fan, maybe subconsciously just be, like watch it or send it to somebody because it's so big. It, it doesn't, it's like, it doesn't matter what it is. It's like, it's like, um, it's like Delucia's this. So this past weekend, whatever. So many hype beats now, bro. Yeah. So Mike's, Mike's hometown pizzeria Delucia's. We, we, you talked about it in the intro, you know, obviously, um, pizza review one by everybody knows the rule. Portnoy rolled the through. highest rating of all time. He did every pizzeria in my hometown where I lived the last year. He was doing pizzerias down there. He finally goes to Delucia's, which I guess everyone was sending him to go to in, in the hometown, right? in New Jersey. I, 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 I want to point out that I did that and he's seen my DM multiple times. I said, Delucci's pal, you're a little late. Like yeah. I kept DMing him like past two years. Like it's basically, basically because of the Sweens, Mike Sweeney, the Sweens, Portnoy finally got his fucking Boston ass to Raritan, New Jersey to try the best pizza in the entire state and Christian, gave it- I want free pies for life. I'm just kidding. And I gave it what? The highest score of all time or one of the highest scores of all time? Yeah, 9.4. score of all time. So here's my States. point. And now you're saying this line out the door, he's like turning people away, whatever else. It's packed, slammed, whatever. Just because Portnoy, who- also, was tr- people were trying to cancel a couple months ago, which I found to be hilarious when he just fucking That's, completely shot them down. It's another topic. Yeah, and, no, and, I'm, um, and now people are just going because they saw a, fi- a four-minute pizza review video saying it's great pizza. I'm like... It's great pizza regardless, but that's but you're going to know it and you're going to just fall into that trending TikTok, Instagram, media, mm-hmm. hype beast. Uh, I got to follow them. I got to whatever them. Bro. Just because Portnoy, who has a giant following and is in charge of the biggest media company going right now, went there, took two bites and said it was good. Meanwhile, the a, one thing, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Portnoy. Of I'm a fan of Portnoy and Barstool. I used to shit on it. I mean, I shit on it as a joke. I'll yeah. take a job, though. I will take a job there. Um, but I, I just think it's hilarious because... Because just because just for that reason, that's why people went there. Like I, I'm gonna go there just because. But you see a trending. I just had another point. Of course, I forgot it. You see the video. It's like you know. And also one thing about his fucking videos. One by everybody knows the rules. I get it's a joke, but he literally says one by everybody knows the rules. Takes seven bites and then gives the score. So he's a lying yeah. idiot. But yeah, whatever. That, I mean, well, that's just what it is. I stu- I, st- I did a social experiment on that. And I studied that, and some people were hype beast hit me up that I haven't heard. Or that I know don't go there frequently and act like they like it. Mm-hmm. And then other people from my town were proud, which I respect and support. And then other people were like hype beast, wanted to try it out. And then there was people who were like negative about it and like saying, oh, it's overrated. It's hyped up. And I'm like, why are you hate? Like you could see like the things of the insecurities of other people in like the the way this situation manifested and unfolded. Like people are hating on it because there's always got to be someone hating on it. But maybe, yeah, there's always haters. And also maybe some people just don't like it. Like just don't yeah, like true. the pizza, which I, personally exactly. I, I don't, fo- people are so different and so same at the time. Like obviously you're going to be in that, in that trending hype piece world, but some people are so different. Like I'm a psychopath who it's like, no offense, but I'm going to, I could go to this place, Delucci's, have a slice and then go to the pizzeria down the street, have a slice. It's not going to be a huge whirlwind difference for me. And it's really not for Portnoy. He's just doing it because the videos are huge and he's huge. Huge. Like the point four point three, it doesn't make a difference. It's the, just the, the his name behind it. He could have gave it the a. Posi- fa- he could have gave it. A, yeah, the positive is to support small businesses, which he's obviously saved a bunch. But you can, he also could have gave it a four, and pe- and more people were going to go than did the last week. It's just because it's well, a name. It, it, well, it's super weird because a lot of old people don't understand Barstool. No, I don't want to talk about this the whole time. Me but neither. Basically, they sold more pizzas last night than they ever did the all time. They had their own record. Like I, the, I talked to the owner, my uncle's friends with him. And it's like a three-day wait to get a freaking pizza. But if you're a townie and a local, you'll get in that day you, if you know him or you connect it. He actually wants me to go there and do a podcast, and he wants me to bring Mickey sometime. But uh, he he's the frozen pizzas are sold out at Quick Check next door. The frozen pizzas there are sold out. He's saving frozen pizzas for Raritan people only, I heard. 
and everyone else it's like it's like you got it's like a week wait it's like days away it's the craziest thing ever there's lines form before it opens now it's just weird the hype beast factor it's obviously going to die down over time but it's yeah. great for his business so I'm, i've supported i'm proud of it yeah, well this just it's, happened he just posted what's uh thursday or yeah. wednesday or thursday night yeah so and, this and just happened just and the review honestly I, I will be honest it wasn't the greatest review because he didn't go inside he didn't talk to the owner wasn't there but he, he never does that he never does that it doesn't sometimes matter sometimes he does like sometimes there's a lot of history with that pizzeria it's from 1917 started as a bakery so he could have got into it like he did with the one guy from like Elizabeth that old funny guy I don't I don't watch them a lot yeah. you know like he did I watch them because they're interesting I worked like, at obviously in my hometown shout out to Freehold, New Jersey I worked in three yeah. pizzerias and he did he did two of them but yeah when you're you know when you're in the when you're a small town business owner and you go back 104 years whatever else and you're you've been working your ass off and selling and you're some fucking dirty guinea in Raritan, New Jersey and hey, um me. I mean, I could say it. Um, and then a guy like Dave Portnoy rolls through, gives it a score, and the next day you've sold more pizzas in one day than you ever have. And he's pro- and the owner's probably what sixty plus years old, seventy years no, old. No, he's young. He's young. He's uh, yeah, his but father passed away. But I was gonna say, I'm saying prior to yeah, that, yeah. obviously, he was given down to the family. I don't think he was alive. Yeah. What's whatever. funny is it's, it's like just the Jordans now. It's like the, it's, these pizzas turned into retro Jordans. It's yeah, but that's like piece. a. Guy, but I'm saying that business is like, and that guy that he's not in the TikTok Instagram world. Maybe he's a fan of Barstool. Maybe he knew about the reviews. I'm he sure like, he did. He likes my he likes my point interviews. But. But I'm just saying, like, you go to a place like that and you see a guy like uh, just a guy with a huge following and a huge Portnoy is not the best example because he's an actually smart, genius businessman. If this was just some famous TikToker who had like four million, went there, did a review, said it was banging, it would probably have it would have a similar effect. But it but it's different with with Portnoy because he's actually like a successful person. And it's very interesting. I will say I don't want to get into this forever. I mean, you know, let's but get off it. There's a ton of people who hate Portnoy that will post it now and they're liberal they're like against everything he does i mean and he's not not liberal that's he's not not liberal that's that's like i'm just yeah. saying there's like there's super like yeah, there's haters stuff, and there's like, there's people that blow him and there's haters yeah i get it no there's people who don't like him or like against all this stuff and are pro cancel culture are now like acting like they support it or reposting it and i find it weird but like it's weird i just think people keep asking will the quality go down but i don't think so the way it's set up and everything they just shut the phones off they keep it going but I just think it's weird the whole hype beats effect. It's like with sneakers, with Jordans, with anything. And I think for content podcasting, you got to be in the hype beats. You got to be in the constant conversation, like full send. The move that they met Antonio Brown in New York City is gold. And they're everyone saying, "Oh, they're the greatest interviews ever." It's gonna blow over. But they're the but they're yeah, but they're the also news. yeah. They're but they got it because platforms. they're huge. They're already yeah, exactly. huge. Like nobody, are, their interview was the interview was awful. If you watch the interview, like. The, yeah, yeah. First of all, Antonio's nuts. He wouldn't answer any of their questions. But they're bo- they're boring. They're not good interviewers. But they're kind of funny yeah. and they're huge. So they're going to get it regardless. Yeah. They're best friends with Dana White. They're best friends with whoever else. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's like uh, the people on Barstool. Did like you Gillian send Locker Wallow, the? Right? Did you send Locker the review? Yeah, yeah. But there's like Gillian Wallow. Like they started off there big on social media and then they have a top podcast in hip hop because the fans told them to do it. It's yeah. hard to start from nothing when you're podcasting. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Send him the review. It was funny. He's like, "Who the fuck's that jerk off?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and Locker and shout out follow Hey Locker, but yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Locker's an old 65 year old guy who just kind of bitches about life, watches the Yankees, and, and and used to be a painter, or whatever he did. So he doesn't give a fuck. He knows Delucci's. <laughs> he knows Delucci's is the goat. So he doesn't give a fuck that that yeah. big nose Portnoy came rolling through and to give a review. He's like, no, I'm a loyal customer, born and raised here. I've always gone here. I know the pizza's yeah. quality. But for somebody, but for a 16 year old or somebody who's just growing up with Portnoy or with Barstool or with TikToks, is they kind of need to see that video to get them to go there or even like a 25 year old whatever also it's like the Kendrick Lamar effect of the young rapper like when Kendrick before he blew up I was a big fan and then he blew up I was like mad 
It's I like got, you I have that pride. It's, it's you have that pride now. It's like, yo, I was on Delucha's when I was eight years old. Now everyone's going there. Right. It's like, I've been on this. You, you're happy for the success of it, but you want to know that you've been on the underground wave of it. You know what I mean? Right. With anything. Right. But yeah, a uh, hypebeast thing is really weird. Yeah, but, it's just, uh, I understand it. That's the culture also, that we're in now. I wanted to, I wrote some notes then. Uh, we'll get on another topic, but I just want to thought, thought this was funny. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was talking about a story and Pat Mc, McAvee actually did stand-up comedy and he's never been like the open mic comedian. He just went to stand-up because he's famous mm-hmm. and he had a stand-up tour. And then my mom was like, oh, you, you're going to Gotham Comedy Club? Does Joey Georgia go there from Housewives? He's a comedian now. And I thought you would think that'd be funny. Yeah, and I was terrible. like, it's just hilarious. Celebrity comedians, like the point of open mic comedy, obviously is important. I don't want to get into the same topic we talk about, but I just wrote that down because I thought you thought it would be funny because like my yeah, point is people who aren't fans of comedy like that don't understand about the open mic circuit getting to success. They well, open mic circuit's dead, or, but yeah, I, I don't yeah. I couldn't care less. I literally couldn't yeah. care less. Anybody yeah. it's, it's, it's common sense to understand that if you have a following and it's not just stand up, you can go do a, start a cooking show on YouTube. You can, you could get in the, get an only fans, get into porn. You're immediately going to get eyes cause you're already big from something else. But unfortunately you have to get big from something else. So some people, it's really not possible anymore. Got big from stand up comedy. Now you kind of get big from, I would say a YouTuber or a TikToker If you're talking media game or, you know, you're in a movie, Movie. You're in a TV show. You're uh, you do an OnlyFans that goes viral. You do a porno. You do you, you know whatever. You got to get there somewhere. You got to get that first inkling and, and, and chunk of fans from something, and then you can take those. It doesn't matter if it's 300 people. You can take mm-hmm. those people, and they'll buy your merch. They will potentially yep. go see you do stand up comedy. They will watch your OnlyFans, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. So if some speaking, big only if the toilet licking girl did stand up. The first show would probably sell out. It would be it would be awful and it wouldn't last. But at least she got it there in there. The 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 key is consistency and maintaining it. Yeah. A lot of people don't do that. You, Stormy Daniels isn't doing stand up anymore because she stinks. But she got an audience. So the, the the goal is maintaining it. You have to maintain. Same with Piven, Jeremy Piven. He sell out. He sells out because he was in fucking Entourage and all these other movies. Great show. Um, oh, Almighty J. He's a rapper. He says he doesn't ever use condoms and he walks by faith. Not by diseases. That's what do you point. think about that? I think he's, a he's promoting no condom use. And when I interview porn stars, they're promoting safe sex. Completely different. I think that's genius, quite honestly. And I always get I always get confused when people say con use condom, whatever. Some people don't even STDs don't even register. They're just worried about pregnancy. I think about he both. said he doesn't carry he he doesn't he won't have he already has one kid. He's like twenty two. He's a rapper. He's famous. Oh yeah. Well, we, this this could dive right into my, to Tristan Thompson or. Antonio Cromartie, or I might be getting that yeah, wrong. Whoever's he says, got the I nine kids with faith, nine, nine different women. Um, I ain't gonna lie, I don't walk by diseases. And uh, he acknowledges playing with fire every time he has ever done sex, but he's willing to take the risk. And he's also a famous rapper, so he probably fucks like 20, 30 times a week. So, different people. So, I mean, uh, yeah, more power to him. I mean, with, his, with the way he wears it like a badge with my luck, he probably will never get anything, and I will probably go get something out of this. Um, so, you never know. I think it's stupid. Um, I, yeah, I mean the same with I don't even know these 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 trending topics like hip hop whatever else. But well, yeah, and Justin Thompson is Vlad. It was a DJ Vlad interview and Vlad said uh, you're playing Russian roulette. Why don't yeah. you just play Russian roulette since that's your ultimate doing with your life and your health? And he said, I mean, he's uh, not wrong. You could go, you could walk outside and get hit by a bus and just die. So is that really that much different than just having sex without a condom once? Whatever? Well, I wouldn't want any STDs. Well, I wouldn't want to get hit but, by a bus. Uh, yeah, true. And he said he's not concerned about having kids uh, by different women saying, I'm not going to have kids, bro. I guess his pullout game is strong. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, yeah, who cares? What, it's only a story because he's a famous rapper. I mean, if I said that, people would be like, you're retarded. Use a condom, which I exactly. do. Exactly. It's funny sex. because the way it was worded and it was it was trending on Vlad and uh, 
people were coming out saying like safe sex is important and this and that and he was just saying I don't use condoms yeah I mean whatever not good uh, obviously Tristan Thompson doesn't use condoms either um that's so or I think it was flagrant too and they were talking about this and Akash was was just shitting on him and saying what if he kept saying one word I forget what it was but he kept calling him an idiot and and yeah he is I mean I literally couldn't care less I don't even want to talk about this but I guess he has got his third kid with third different mom. Kardashians are in the Illuminati. I don't want to talk about it. Um, shout out to Chloe. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's not like uh, yeah, it's obviously fucked up and douchey. Whatever he cheats on his girl, whatever. But he's a famous NBA player. I mean, are you, are you that surprised? And it's not like he can't. Apparently, he's a scumbag though with the third woman who he did get pregnant, and she said she's having it, and he was trying to buy her, pay her off. And apparently, there was um, there was divulged text message or something saying he's never going to be in the kid's life. He doesn't want it. Blah blah whatever. That's fucked up. Obviously, he's a rich NBA player, so he could e- easily pay for three kids for the next however many whatever. That's not even an impact on it but if you're going to the lengths of being like which which i would assume the more kids you have with different women so the more you have to manage your life and like be involved in all their lives that's just fucking weird and and and, and disturbing and stupid but if you're actually don't give a fuck and you're just shooting loads of chicks and they're going to have the kids and you're like i want nothing to do with this kid then you should kill yourself that's that's personally how i think um but that's basically that what akash were, was saying i always thought that women were trapping dudes but i think these dudes are just so dumb or they believe it like i i mean nba players a lot of nba players are dumb a lot of athletes are dumb because they have so much money they just don't care like and tristan thompson's obviously like the perfect example but um and there is instances where women definitely trap men, but it's not, he's not, tra- you're not trapping. If you just go shoot a load in a woman, that's not trapping because you know it basically falls in the hands of the mother more so than the father. But if she, you come, if she comes hitting you for child support and you're not paying child support, you go to court, you're going to lose. Like you got her pregnant. You're the father. I guess they're so famous and rich. They don't care. Yeah, they just have that's what it is. Chosen. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like Antonio Brown. I always think else. like a psychological point, not to like get weird, but I always think that if you're, if you have a kid with someone else, the girl. She's gonna want to have your child as well. I feel like they. I don't know. I feel like it's weird. I feel like they were. They want to have another kid with you too. I mean, I probably. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people who are just who just want to have kids with whoever. They're not even married. They're just with them. But it, it comes to a point where if you're doing this with multiple women, like obviously the whole the whole you know jux of the whole topic is that Chloe's an idiot and everybody whatever because he cheated on her a hundred different times. We're like, yeah, but he's also just a dirty scumbag who's gonna ha- now have three. Baby mamas. Let, her, and three let her be with him. She's attracted to him. There you go. Well, I don't okay. think they're still. T- I I don't know if they're still together. Or whatever. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't care. But I'm just saying. Um, well, the, the real question is: Would you pose naked with your father on OnlyFans to make 40k a month? Send that to my buddy. Who needs stand-up comedy when you could do that? I mean, I'm sure that's a fluke. Like, I don't know if they both have good bodies or whatever. Like, it's not like I don't <laughs> yeah, think. I don't think. I don't think you could be. Po- I don't think any guy could just go out there and pose with their father, and their OnlyFans will immediately pop off. I don't think you and Joe Sweeney could have your fucking two-inch hogs out there and just get you know Mike. forty thousand dollars donations. <laughs> but he'd probably be like, he, "What the fuck, Mike? What the fuck is OnlyFans?" Um, so I don't <laughs> think that would really work. Well, the benefits would be forty k a month and over four hundred thousand dollars a year. But the benefits only that. if it hits. Some people's only like yeah. There's girls out there making disgusting money on OnlyFans, but it's not like every girl makes it, probably. But I'm sure you. Yeah, but I'm talking do about fine. would you pose naked with your father for 40k a month? Not consistently. I'll do it for that so first 40k. I take 40k right now. <laughs> yeah, if it's so a, a set- but it's a, but that's a that's a hypothetical question. It's not a guaranteed 40k. It, it just happened to work for those two weirdos. They also have like bow ties on and shit. It doesn't mean it's going to work for me and my dad. But if you're telling me to pose for a risk? photo with my dad naked and I immediately get handed 40 grand, yes. Obviously, it's forty. So grand. essentially, you'd be making doctor lawyer money, but instead just showing your package and nude body on the internet. Don't you love America? Yeah, but if your following's that big, 
or however, I don't know how they pop up and look into the But story. you got to love America because you spend over $100,000 in law school or getting a degree, doctor degree, regular degree, and then you get, you're a hot girl or a good-looking guy. You just pose those on the internet and make that money within one year. What an investment compared to education. Yeah, no shit. I tell people all education the time. Education brings you in debt. Only fans, you're getting that 100000 a year. No shit. I tell people all the time. I tell to my parents or to older people. They don't even understand that. Yeah, dude. Come town. Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon makes two hundred grand per month. He makes a doctor's salary in a month. He or a, a, internet, a, a VP of a company, whatever, in one month. Uh, yeah, people people just don't – first of all, not any, not everyone can do that. Tim Dillon's obviously talented. He gained the following. That's just one example. But people like my parents or just people older generation, they don't even know that's an option because they didn't grow up like that. Now kids, 15, 16-year-old kids who are thinking about going to college are coming up in that world. Like my, I like to think – It's toxic. I though. like to think when I went to college, it, like my last two years of college was the turning point where the younger generation began to realize that, oh – like uh, Patreon, OnlyFans, YouTube, whatever, can make you as much money as going to college and getting a nine to five, which because it, it obviously can, but you obviously have to make it work. Like you have to get a following, get a get viral, get whatever else. But I think that there's a whole formula to it. Yeah, I'd say the last five or six years, you know, I was a little late to the party when I like when I was going into college in 2012. I think it was still a little bit early for people to re- fully realize that. But by the time I was graduating in 2016, I was like, oh, no, I did not need to do this, especially for what I do now in podcasting and media and entertainment. You don't need a college degree at all. You do not need a college degree. People dropped out. You could cut and this and, and make it sound bad, but you do you do not. And, and also I've been seeing I've also been seeing a lot on LinkedIn. The stigma of college degrees. I can really only speak on the on the industry that I work in, which is media, entertainment, podcasting. A lot of companies are starting not to uh, make that a qualification. If you want to be a lawyer or a doctor, obviously, you have to go to law school. You have to go to med school. There's no other way to get the training. But if you're just going to go to college and get a fucking dumb communication degree or a liberal arts degree and basically do nothing for for four years, which is what I did, you don't need to do it. And you'll find smart – uh, intuitive young VPs and higher ups and people who run startups who will give you that chance without you having a college degree. They don't care if you can put the work in or if you have if you have common sense or you're smart. You you can get those opportunities. I know a kid who just got a job in crypto. He did not. He dropped out of college, but he's a genius. So it does not matter. And the guy saw that in him, so he gave him the job. And he has a multi million dollar startup. Um, um, what was I going to say? Also, what I learned from everything you were talking about, like the people who just hacked the internet very well. I always thought like these people are such idiots and stuff, but they're so smart, strategic behind the scene. You have no idea how it's all a game and like how they know what they're doing every step of the way and they plan everything. Yeah. And like they act like they don't. And they have like a whole team behind them from TikTok to YouTube to Instagram. And they know all their clout moves, banging a celebrity and this and that. It's weird, sick, narcissistic strategy yeah. that these sick people be blow up on the internet. Knowing Joe Rogan, knowing Andrew Schultz relationships and all that you know what i mean things like that just really wild like this a whole game of it yeah um just talent can't get you there it has to be all these other factors now yeah plus talent subjective which i've always yeah. said um i like uh, the i, th- I want to die i want i have a, a light topic again i know we talked about barstool for four hours and obviously I, it's not really about barstool it's about a uh it's about uh trying to get a promotion at your job or whatever you're trying to do but in terms of someone getting, you know, uh, uh, Lil Sass, who's like blew up on Twitter and got hired by Barstool during the pandemic, during the initial pandemic back in 2020, he's like mm-hmm. 20 years old, yeah. got viral on the internet, got big, and Portnoy offered him a job. I don't know how much it's for. Um, and he was working there up, up, up until he's been there about a few months ago. He's, uh, it was like his one year anniversary or whatever. So he decided to go ask for a raise. Yeah. Now, this is a 20-year-old kid who got a uh, 
a starter job at Barstool. I'm sure it's for pretty decent money, even if it's just a, even if it's just entry level, whatever. He basically doesn't do yeah, anything yeah. except for a podcast, which yeah, yeah. anybody would take. And he went to it's similar to the Call Her Daddy situation, and he went to ask for a raise. And Portnoy was like, "Why would I give you a raise? You, you just bet. You just got here. I gave you a contract. You signed it. And until you, unless you prove to me that you deserve one or whatever." And essentially, he said he doesn't do anything at Parstool except for the podcast that he started like three months ago, and he had already been working there a year plus. So it just goes to show. It's like you know how many kids he's twenty years old, two zero. You know how many people would kill to be in his position? Probably making, even if it's, I'm, I'm probably underestimating. I would say the starting contract was maybe 80, 75, 80 grand a year. And I'm probably esti- underestimating. That's a great salary. If, if like, that's fucking great salary for, for a 20 year old. That's a great salary for a 30 year old. Like, so like, it just goes to show and you're already getting greedy because you think you can because you have the big following in some instances you can, but a place like Barstool where there's so many personalities and talents on there, it's not just going to work like that. It's the same shit when, you know, Alex Cooper tried to get her raise and he was like, no, ride the contract out, which you do. She blew up and then she, now she's a fucking gazillionaire from Spotify. But I it just, I, I wanted to, Barstool was just the example. I want to take it and apply it to like a nine to five or whatever else you want to do. It just well, it's goes blind to- use, by the way, you said a lot there, but basically. Basically, it's actually a smart thing because a lot of the times when you're like um, practical in this game, it kind of doesn't work in your favor because when you're like a big dreamer and like a big idiot like him, you think big mm-hmm. and you think you're like better than you are and you're confident. It works in your favor because it's blind youth. Like you believe you could do it and you end up doing it and just being persistent. And like he, I don't know if he has a team behind him who's smart with no. like lawyers and everything, but like everything seems delegated when you're like successful. But I just think it's blind youth and confidence. It's like how NWA became famous, how Snoop Dogg became famous. Like they believed in themselves and they were so young. Mm-hmm. But if you were to start at like 40 with a nine to five, getting taught like, no, or you can't do this, you can't do that. It's harder to accustom to make it into the media industry, I would say. Well, that's why I'm saying times are changing. Yeah. I think the farther we go into the future and the the younger people who are in power's mindset gets and all these old white guys who run everything die, hopefully soon. That's it's mean. I think it's gonna start to get like that. And you're gonna have those you're gonna have those twenty year olds or those twenty one year olds who either just got to a company or just got to a job and they're making an impact and they're like, get the fuck out of here just because I'm not in charge yet because I'm twenty years old. Give me what I deserve. I just thought it was hilarious because he's 20 and he he literally just do funny videos and tweets, whatever else. He didn't, he wasn't like a, he's not a blogger for them like some of the OGs there are, KFC, whoever yeah. else. But and I just thought it was funny. That, the cons that an OnlyFans thing would be uh, you get you have to see your dad's package or lack of one and also people judging I've you. seen it before. <laughs> and then the therapy costs from doing OnlyFans with your father. And then basically, I think in my opinion, I'd rather sell my farts or lick toilet seats. Um, I'll sell OnlyFans. my farts all day. My farts are great. I've yeah. seen my dad's piece. Never seen Joe Sweeney's piece. Like not recently, <laughs> but when I was young, I probably saw it a couple times. I Maybe, sucked it I once. Um, <laughs> but uh, what's wild is like, um, <laughs> my god, that's wild. I just said that. But uh, <laughs> this, the fart selling's wild. It's like the the people who are fans of you, you would not want to know them on a daily basis. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. It's not really like people are nuts and they're doing it. But I think, but you can't like the you can't really get the audience you get from that. You do not want to like grab a coffee. Yeah, but you life. yeah, but you can't really drop your jaw at the girl who's selling the fart. I mean, you can, but you're more so like dropping your jaw at the person buying that. Like she should be making zero money from that. But people that's, are nuts and psycho, so they'll, they'll buy it. There's people on OnlyFans who think they could have a chance. Like, I've heard stories where they met fans to bang them or dated people from OnlyFans. I do not know how. 
Can you imagine how? Well, they probably meet them and then realize that oh, they're actually kind of normal. They just decided to pay for that one person's OnlyFans, and it's like whatever. We go to Exotica. There's freaks there with like wagons full of magazines, but there's also normal people there like us. I mean. Uh, we're not that normal, but we're, I'm not going to say anything we're more normal than some. Es- there's definitely some escorting going around. Yeah, of course. Fair. There's yeah. escorting going around right here on Fifth Avenue. I mean, is the escorting is dead? You most most uh, no, most saying. most porn stars. You just email them or DM them, and they'll just they'll send you through a link, whatever you pay, and they'll be like, "Yeah, Allegedly. meet me here." Allegedly. Allegedly, I'm not saying I've ever done that. Allegedly, I actually have never done that, but I I, I know people Allegedly. have. Just so you don't. Get it's sued. like prostitution. I mean, prostitution. If we finally got legal in the Northeast here. Prostitution is not far away. It, it's crazy that it's not yet. And honestly, a lot of people don't give a fuck. Especially I wrote porn down in my notes. I wrote down in my notes, market like a OnlyFans girl. Because they're so good at marketing. Like yeah, yeah they also the naked and have huge tits. Do you understand? True. Do you understand how much of a difference that makes? You understand but, that like these people, women are oppressed, all this bullshit. I'll go on a fucking rant right now. If you're a no, hot, if you're a hot big titted if you're a hot big titted girl. Just, I get you don't want to exploit yourself or whatever. I'm not saying do that, but I'm like, you can fucking do so much to make money and not have to grind your ass at some Excel job from nine to five and then go rip shots in Miami the one Saturday a year that you can get off. Uh, although we know girls who do it much more often than that. Um, I know girls who are hot as fuck and have normal corporate jobs. Yeah, and they don't want to do it. They're like, I wouldn't exploit myself or whatever. And it's like, uh, it's like I, I respect it, though. They tease it a little bit. Yeah they, yeah, they do tease it by posting their Instagram, their thirst trap Instagram pictures. <laughs> and I do respect that from them. It's like, yeah, I'm and not they got, saying. They got celebrities in the DM. They got like D-Squad yeah. fucking basketball yeah, players. Yeah, we know them personally. Running backs. Mike, the, at Sweeney's knows these women personally. Um, they got backup wide receivers on the Giants. But that's just my point. I'm not saying to go do that, but I am saying it's like, look, fucking Marissa. It's a fake name. You, you could go. <laughs> you could go make so yeah. much money right now doing this, that, and the third. So I'm not telling them to do that. I'm not pushing. I'm not supposed them to do that. But I'm just saying it's like it would happen like that just because you're a dime piece. It's crazy. Also, the, now that I live in New York City, guys, I don't know if you knew. Update: I live in New York City. The one thing I'm realizing about New York City, every fucking girl is bisexual. Every single girl. I didn't know it was such a common thing. I was just like, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm bisexual. I'm like, who's not bisexual? Is there a girl who literally just doesn't, just guys, she just likes guys? And I'm not I'm not hating on it, obviously. I'm pro. Definitely hating on it. Pro LGBTQ, whatever. But I'm just like, holy hell. Um, but yeah, girls are psychos. I mean, sorry, that's, that's, a, that's a broad statement. Guys suck too, but... um. I I also wanted to lightly touch on this. We only do we only have like ten minutes left. Um, I got good topics, but it could be for another time when I'm not on a TV screen. Do you have anything with Rogan? <clears throat> no, I got like bro talk because you were talking about bro talk. Oh and yeah, that's down. true. We did current event like the first half. Why? Well, what do you got? What do you got? I have a couple I talk about Rogan recent and stories, COVID, but, but yeah. Well, that's what I was gonna go. But I guess we did keep the bro talk time. We could split it. Well, what's your other bro talk topic? I was just saying, bro the girl talk. says she does. When a girl says she doesn't have Snapchat, she's too grown. That's like a that's I've been seeing that recently. I've never. But seen has that. a TikTok and multiple Instagram pages and TikToks and makes TikToks dancing videos, but doesn't have a Snapchat because she's too grown. I never heard. I that. would just say, in my opinion, just say you're over your hoe phase, and if I like you, I will just sext you and send you a nude on via messaging, text message. Well, like, that get more risky. Well, essentially, that's the implication for Snapchat with girls is that they're, they're getting it so they can send you nudes. That's the implication. Like, I use Snapchat because I send gold, hilarious Snapchats. So I, exactly. I like using Snapchat. You get Snapchats. to see videos and pictures of people living their life. I'm not going to send you that through a text message or Instagram DM. And they, they I guess the initial yeah, you get screenshot of Snapchat. They have post-traumatic stress from it. They have PTSD from dick pics on Snapchat. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I haven't but, heard that. Uh, for, granted, I'm girls. No, I've that, heard it, and multiple guys have told me this too. That that happens to them on dating apps. 
and one girl's like, she's too grown. She has three fucking Instagrams and does dancing videos. I mean, on TikToks and does TikTok videos dancing in her kitchen. How well, grown can you be? Well, I'm not a 16 year old, so so I'm still I'm not at that. I'm, I was never at that phase where I'm trying to get a girl's Snapchat. I'm still asking for their phone number because I'm a, no, a but, adult yeah, professional but you get the male too to like get a selfie. You know what I mean? It goes away. I'm, I'm not. I've never added a girl on Snapchat. If she if she adds me, okay, I'll add it. Or if it's like a friend, like someone I'm not trying to have sex with, okay, yeah, I like Snapchat. And to be honest, I literally Snapchat the same four people. I, I unless it's something that like connects with someone, or I used to work with. It's like something. It's like a you know it's like a reminder or whatever with someone I used to work with or something and I happen to be friends with them on Snapchat I'll send it to them but ninety eight point five percent of my Snapchats go to the same four people every day and they're hilarious so I'm basically just giving you entertainment for the day but about, I I could not I care another one. I'm not asking girl for their Snapchat I know we got to wrap Miles up we got like five minutes right this girl has this there's another one girls who say they have no social media but are on Bumble and Tinder and Hinge I'm not That's seeing social this. media oh yeah but I, who, who, who I, I, I they know one. I know one they, girl they who have, doesn't. They, I know one girl who doesn't no, have an Instagram. That's it. They That's all lie I know. because they have a boyfriend, or because they're catfishing you. It's just too red flag to even go any further than that. If you can't get an Instagram out of it or Facebook or any pictures, it's too shady. Something's going on there. Family drama. She's got a baby daddy. She's a married yeah. boyfriend, or she's a catfish. There's I have no a, other way. You're on fucking every dating app, but you don't have any online thing, or they're like just weird about it. So there's no point. You're never going to get ass from them anyway or hang out with them or go on a date with them. Yeah, I, 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 you're running into that more than me. I don't know any. I know one girl who doesn't have an Instagram. I'm running into it a lot. just an old thing. I'm just saying. Allegedly. No, totally. If you don't have a social media, and I'm, and, and actually it's not a bad thing, especially the older we get. If you're me, you, you, you're pretty old. If you're out there, you know, hitting it off and, and getting a couple glasses of wine with a 33-year-old and she's like, look, I'm not big on social media. I think that's phenomenal. Um, no, that's great. But I'm saying if you're on a fucking dating app, you can't say you don't have social media. You need a fucking Instagram to make one of them. No, you, or some, no, sometimes you, you need, no, you don't. You need an email. But I get, email, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. The dating apps kind of fall it's into shady. the category of, of social media. I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's shady. Instagram's the new dating app anyway. If a girl doesn't have an Instagram, I've always think it's shady. But it's like, but it's like also not shady. I just think it's like weird. But also, who cares? Especially if they're older, they're trying to settle down. I'd love to be with a hot girl who doesn't have Me an too. Instagram. That'd be awesome. No following, hider. Yeah, exactly. Don't the poster. And here's another one too. Or an Instagram, or it doesn't have a classic Instagram with just, you know, every single hot girl you see on Bumble or Hinge, you go to their Instagram, it's 12 pictures, their ass is out in everyone, they're hot as hell, they have minimum 3,000 followers. Uh, if they don't, yeah. if they're not at that, they, they're they like, they're getting older, they're trying to settle down, they have a couple hundred followers, like that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. How about this one? When the girls say they're in an open relationship on their bio, they're never choosing to be in an open relationship. It's always the guy. Also, oh, who's putting that in their bio? Jealous. There's toxic people that say like in an open relationship looking to have fun or something. And it's like, what guy wants to get involved in that? Even though like every girl's probably in a relationship that's sexually active. <laughs> but who wants to get involved in that when they're like, you're raw, they're raw dogging a dude from the other night and then they, you're having sex with the next day. I'm just saying like, no one is choosing to be in an open relationship when they're putting that out there on their bio. It's the guy who's wait, who's making her wait or someone else. Even if a guy's like in an open relationship looking to have fun. They're liking the other person. The other person just doesn't want to fully commit. I to love this. I want to do an hour on one hour on this topic, a full hour. Yeah, and I thought that was amazing. I said open relationships are bullshit. Who decides yeah. the title? There's and, and there's I'll and there's no way that I do know. I've heard of a couple. There, I know. I know Sugar Sean O'Malley, great UFC fighters, in an, a very open relationship. He's also famous, so it's a bad example. But first of all, first of all, if you're putting that you are in an open relationship on publicly on on your social media account red flag you're a psychopath secondly exactly. secondly and you don't want to be in it yeah 
or or second or you are and you're just a hoe and you just like fall back to that person like I there's like that but for the most part you running across a girl who's not a complete hoe you, she's not she's not green lighting an open relationship it's not gonna happen girls in the, girls in open relationships are probably get the best head they're probably so freaky you're though. sick fuck. But it's not worth it. You got to deal with drama. I mean, we could do a full hour on that topic. Um, exactly. We got to wrap it up, though, guys. Um, yeah, so this is really just us getting back into the swing of things, obviously. Wait, can I get one real joke in? I just want to say what? girls who say they don't have social media but have online dating, it's like saying you don't have sex. You just do missionary the whole time. Yeah, that's sex, I think. Missionary sex, yeah, right? Sex. Okay. So basically, online dating is uh, social media. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I guess they're one of the same, roughly. Um, all right. You're still fucking... This is the Cube Basement Podcast, guys. Mike Sweeney streaming in. Uh, I hope you'll be in person here the next time, guys. We'll be recording here, Gotham, as Shout much as possible. Shout out to Clothing. Shout out to Chad, Self-Protective Clothing. Liquid Fleshlight death. Sponsor, uh, Liquid Death, guys. Thank you for following. Please follow, rate, subscribe. Shout out to Miles, Gotham Podcast Shout Studio, Miles. guys. Give Miles a Fleshlight. I will. Uh, he's probably getting laid way more than us, though. Um, probably. We appreciate the time, guys. Please follow, rate, subscribe. We'll be back. Uh, either next week or the week after. Mike will be here in person at the Sweens at Tom oh, Zappia. At Keep It Basement on all platforms. And please subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Keep It Basement. Guys, Tom Zappia, Mike Sweeney, we are out. Thank you. Peace. Keep it basement, right, baby. Zappy's going there, give him a hug. Nah, nah, it's making that you. Dude, you want a flashlight? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I want a flashlight. Yeah, take one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want a flashlight. You got him a, a fucking flashlight, right? That's yeah, right. Yes, I've been eyeing these up. Shouts out to our sponsor. We welcome the newest sponsor of the podcast, Fleshlight. Fleshlight is the number one male sex toy in the world with its soft, real feel insert patented to be so lifelike that many have proclaimed it feels better than the real thing. While there is no substitute for a real woman, amazing inner textures and over 100 possible combinations to choose from, we all have to work a little harder to keep up. Fleshlights offer an adjustable cap to control the desired suction level you prefer, as well as a channeled sleeve, able to stretch in order to accommodate the repeated discomfort of your girth. Easy to clean and durable, Fleshlight is your number one choice brand for male sex toys. Fleshlight also offers flesh skins, sleeves, anal toys, and accessories, including lube, mounts, cases, sleeve warmers, vibrators, and more. For more information, search Fleshlight on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit www.fleshlight.com. This is the Keep It Basin Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us also on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Music, Flappable, and wherever else you could listen to us and view us. Thank you for tuning in. He's so nice. Yo, Keep It Basement. Keep it basement, back at it, baby, with the bang bangers. Nigga, shut your ass up, man. I don't give a fuck, man. You are listening to Keep It in the Basement, like most Italians. If you're not Italian, keep it there anyway. Well, that's cool, because you're a fan. I'm a fan, too. You know what I'm saying? And I think, to me, fans make the best interviews. You know what I mean? Like, Because we're asking the questions from a fan perspective. When you're a true fan... And, you follow the artist and you study your artist and you know an artist's music, you know an artist's background, you know the questions, the right questions to ask because you're asking questions from a fan perspective. And not only that, the reason you said that you're able to talk to uh, your favorite artist for an hour, it's not that you're able to talk to them for an hour, if you're able to listen to them for an hour. It's a yeah. difference. See, a lot of interviewers don't listen. See, I want to listen. Like, yeah. like a lot of interviewers I have 20 questions and all they want to do is get through those 20 questions but the yeah. truth of the matter is if you ask me a question if I ask an artist a question and the artist answers me if I'm listening I'm probably going to get something else out of his answer that I want to ask him and that's what a conversation is all about what, keep it what radio? basement
keep it basement, like keep it like keep it in the house, keep it yeah. basement radio. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Uh, hey, what's going on? It's your boy Lil Dicky. Shout out Mike Sweeney, Swain, and Keep It Basement Radio. What's up, guys? This is Mickey Gall. You're listening to Keep It Basement. Keep it basement. You are tuned in. <laughs> you are tuned in to the Keep It Basement podcast with your boy Sweeney. Y'all heard? What up, Sweeney? Now tuned to motherfucking derelict. Keep it basement with the Sweeney. That's the name of the podcast. Keep it basement with the Sweeney. Keep it basement. We out? Uh, oh, I would love to tell you. I would love to tell you that basically... Uh, Mike Sweeney, the head president CEO of Keep It Basement, fully admitted. At least you know it. Keep it fucking moving. Um, porn sex, it's like 45 minutes an hour, but like real sex is like 20 minutes. Well, maybe for me, I guess. Try like three or four hours. Uh, hour and 45 minutes? What the fuck? It's four hours. Any words of wisdom here? Always use a condom, and if you don't use a condom, make sure you got like really strong pull-out game, okay? <laughs> pull-out game week. Yeah, wear a condom. Are you nuts? I have two hairless cats. I want to. Can you get laid whenever with a bunch of options? How thirsty are your DMs? It's pretty lit. I ain't got Instagram. I don't got tweeters. I don't got nothing. A younger guy pick up a, a woman who's older than him. That's a really great question. How could I approach you and take you back to my room if we were sitting at a bar? You ask too many fucking questions. Don't ask no fucking questions. Plus, do funny guys get laid more? Oh, yeah, definitely. Would you date a uh, guy with a small penis? Like, how small? <laughs> How's, how big's your penis? Like, four inches. How funny are you? Then you put that video on fucking Worldstar. I hit the thing, it's YouTube. Fuck me up more. I'm sick of it. Stay down in the cellar and shut the fuck up. Now. Keep it basement podcast keep description. Basement. Find Keep It Basement with the Sweens wherever you get your podcast with host Tom Zappia and Alex Nicholas. Please make that a permanent drop in every episode. I scold them myself. Keep It Basement podcast, we out. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Yeah. Stealth Mode Motorsports serves worldwide motorcycle enthusiasts, racers, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and custom builders with the highest quality quality OEM parts for Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawasaki, and Ducati, super sport motorcycle models. We buy and sell used motorcycles as well. Based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, StealthModeBikes.com, also on Facebook and Instagram at Stealth Mode Motorsports. Need an engine for a car? We supply engines to race teams all over the world. Lay your bike down and don't want to pay dealer pricing? Contact us for a fraction of dealer prices. All current inventory can be found on our eBay store at ebay.com slash str slash stealth mode motorsports. Check them out. What do you want to do? You want to go to the Shipbag Comedy Show and then maybe try to roll through stress? Guys, follow your dreams and listen to Keep It Basement Rate. Subscribe. Thanks, guys. Peace. Just masturbate if all else fails. Peace. California. You don't like it? Fuck it. You get on a plane, fly home. That's it. Take a chance. Four minutes at the at the at the at the comedy club in New Brunswick. Four minutes. Might turn into a, a spot on a Jimmy Kimball Tonight Show. You never know. You got to try it. You just can't stay on a safe route because then you're going to end up being kind of bitter when you get older. That you didn't take no chances. And that's it. That's my view on things.